Welcome, everyone, to Mythstery, a podcast about myths and history. My name is Bryant. I'm one of your hosts with my permanent guest, Cammy. Hey, what's up? Hey, Bryant. Cammy, I called you a guest on the very first show because we were so nervous about it. <laughs> and that's why I call you my permanent guest. That's just a fun fact for everyone who's just joining us uh, on Mystery, where every week we like to find legends and epics. And then Cammy or Peter, when he joins us, will tell us a story. And then I like to kind of give you some of the background behind it and stuff like that. So uh, one thing you'll notice, whether you're new or not, is a new addition to the podcast. So we, we have, we had been and have been sharing some ads from friends that we've made other podcasts. So please give them a shot uh, as you listen to those. But Cammy, we got theme music. We have theme music. Thanks to Valentine. Ward. Yes. And it's great. We're really appreciative of that. So thanks so much for uh, helping us out with that and making us even more legit. We're just we're right behind Joe Rogan now, right? <laughs> we're basically there. Spotify calls. Uh, so Cammy, I we we've got a nice subject today, and I'm I'm noticing a pattern. I think we want it to be October already because oh, we, we definitely do. We talked about voodoo. <laughs> Um, we, on the Ponticus Magnus, the shows that we do with Peter, uh, every other Friday, we talked about zombies and today we're talking about the flying Dutchman, the, the spectral ghost ship. And so I think we just really want it to be <laughs> Halloween right now. Pumpkin spice. We're like running out of topics yeah. <laughs> for the real Halloween. <laughs> we are not. Trust me. Oh my gosh. We're so no, excited. No, no, no. We've got plenty. We've got it planned actually. Yeah. Yeah. We really do. We love it. That was one of our favorite. You know, so another thing too is this is going up basically um, mid-September will be the real anniversary, uh, I believe. But we're sent this time a year ago, Cammie and I were like really breathing life into the show we were like getting it ready we it was it was happening it wasn't just we should start a podcast it was it was like <laughs> let's let's buy an expensive mic that we don't know how to use let's sit in an echo chamber and then talk about uh, a man bull person from 5000 bc and we did and a year later here we go we're talking about this dutch dude who doesn't like god Right? Is that what That's happened? pretty much what happened. I don't I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the the the, mo the the motive of it all. Whether I, we'll, we'll get into my part when we get into mine part, of course, but um yeah, so anyway, that's that's one nice little thing. The podcast has been growing. We've been really enjoying it. We've been enjoying having everyone a part of it uh, and everything like that. But that's that's all the housekeeping stuff up front. Uh Cammy, it's the Flying Dutchman. Please regale us with a story of this this ghost ship absolutely so my sources are npr.org the story of the flying dutchman and richard wagner's opera the flying dutchman the seas off the coast of south africa were particularly rough the night our story begins a swarthy captain pressed on in his flying dutchman no ship was faster no crew more prepared than his the men spoke of the kraken in hush whispers and prayed for a safe passage through the Cape of Good Hope. The captain would not relent. How could he? They were caught in a storm. So he said to himself, I will round this Cape, even if it takes me eternity to do it. Only one other could hear him through the waves and the thunder and the maelstrom forming near a ship. 
the devil himself appeared to the captain and said, You will roam the sea forever, forever until judgment day, unless you find a woman who loves you and is faithful to you until her death. So, said the devil, you will be allowed once every seven years to set foot on dry land and look for this woman. Your crew is doomed as well as you, unless you succeed. The Dutchman was frightened, but he dare not show the devil that. He weathered the storm, and hoping his chance encounter was merely a dream. His ship made port in the Cape, and he tried to disembark, but some unseen force would not let him. It pushed him back like an invisible wall, the air itself impenetrable. So he sailed for seven years until he saw a ship in the harbor, captained by a band named Dallin. He disembarked and spoke to the captain. This man told him of his beautiful daughter, who was only a little ways away. The Dutchman offered all of the riches he had pirated from his seven years at sea in exchange for a meeting with his daughter. Dallin accepted the offer, and they both sailed to Dallin's town. The woman, Senta, was waiting for her father while knitting with her friends. They were singing the myth of the Flying Dutchman, and she told anyone who would listen that she would be the woman to save him from his damned soul. When the captain arrives at Dallin's home, they quickly enter the house, and Senta recognizes the stranger as the Dutchman himself. She professes her love to him, and he does the same. But there is one more actor who doesn't agree with their destiny. Eric, the man promised to Senta. He is a jealous man. And as Senta and the Dutchman go to his ship to be married, Eric appears. He accuses Senta of being unfaithful as they argue loudly. <laughs> the Dutchman believes he was fooled. So he sets sail again for seven years until he can try his luck. Senta sees him sailing away. So she climbs to the tallest cliff, still set on her life's mission to save her love. She declares that she will be faithful and love him until she dies. Then she leaps off the cliff, cliff, forcing fate as the ship is sailing away. The onlookers see the wood begin to disintegrate and the sails become dust, and the image of the two lovers can be seen in the sky above as they sail on to their place in heaven. The crew, a procession behind them, all of them now freed from the curse. Oh. Wait, the crew was freed, so the ship just dusts away, and they're like, like. <laughs> well, they were so old right. because they yeah, didn't uh, see for so you long. saying that it gave me like uh, the the picture of Dorian Gray vibes, you know, the dude who's pictured ages for him, and then he sees it, and he's like, ah, spoilers. Um, <laughs> so, Cammy, that was great. Uh, I also Thank saw you. that NPR little bit too when you're googling it was cool it's basically yeah like a description of the opera the, the famous opera and it was very helpful because i tried to watch it's like two and a half yeah. hours and i'm not i don't speak whatever language they're singing and i couldn't tell what language it was because oh, they're sure. in, they're singing it yeah that's a good point <laughs> it's opera I imagine italian maybe <laughs> i mean i guess either that or german yeah yeah that would make more sense too i guess there was plenty of german opera interesting well another interesting thing so cammy and i just just to make sure we we googled quickly cape of good hope just to make sure that's the southernmost kind of tip of africa thing like you know cape goes around you you go around the bottom and uh, we noticed the cape of hope it, it's closed now it's late here it's 7 20 p.m <laughs> it opens up at 6 p.m at 6 a.m so hopefully uh you can get around yeah, so it. if you want to yeah go there Dutchman's going around he's ah it's closed <laughs> um 
so he does that for seven, seven years. Yeah, every, it's, yeah. it's kind of ridiculous. Like you'd think one it's day it's upsetting. Wake up earlier. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is this is a nice story. I get a lot of I got a lot of uh, William Tell vibes. We recently did on that ancient or Euro- that European story, um, and I, I get those those vibes because this is sort of like a story that's been told. You know, a spectral ship. Um, it, it's not exactly like, like, you know, merit maritime stuff. I mean, there's tons of stuff. We, we did a show on the, the Kraken. You mentioned that that's a totally, you know, yeah. deep lore and there's tons of things that are like Kraken like that have been described. And maybe the Kraken was just a, sort of the, the name that was manifested into all the different stories around, you know, and, and it seems like the flying Dutchman is, is one of those things where, uh, it, it, it's a story of this ghost ship. But this is kind of where it's given its roots really more uh, th- than the other stories of, oh, I saw a ghostly ship. And it is it is always sort of th- – there's a light you can see. It's usually a red light. It's coming up, and it's it's a harbinger sort of thing. So uh, I we, and I, you can't not mention Pirates of the Caribbean. They do a really cool kind of job with this. <laughs> um, I actually – it was funny. I was like – I was looking at my sources – I, 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 one of the websites I was on was pirates.fandom.com. And I, I didn't realize it was like the Pirates of the Caribbean fandom website. I thought it was like, we are fans of pirates. <laughs> Let's make a website. And <laughs> so I was reading and I was like, wait a minute. That's the plot of the second or third film. And I was like, oh, but it's cool. They do a really cool job. They even throw in uh, Davy Jones locker with it, um, which is like a metaphor for the bottom of the sea. And uh, but they they do some cool like tie-ins and they but the even the the, the film the pirates film is it the second or the third one I think it was the Davy Jones appears in the second one but the fl- the oh. the Flying Dutchman is the third one right like where he <sighs> he I thought he, he or no 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 I it's the I same think it's one. all the second one yeah I think it's about. all the second one because then the third one's the At World's End one but anyway yeah they do a cool job I I really enjoyed their kind of spin on it and and, and it, so he he. Was this ship ever around? Well, uh, through Britannica and uh, all that's interesting.com, um, there, there's a few bits that we have. And, and Captain Hendrik van der Decken, a.k.a. the Dutchman, um, departed Amsterdam for the Far East Indies uh, and loaded his ship with spices, silks, and dyes to sell back to the Netherlands. Um, after making some repairs to his vessel, van der Decken set about to return in uh, 1641, and that's when he was gonna, you know, go, going around, going back up to the Netherlands to make some money. And that's there was a storm, and that's what that happened. Well, it, apparently, van der Decken was around. I mean, the 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 Dutch East India Company records. We we have this guy. There there was a dude. It's a very Netherlands sounding name, um, <laughs> very Dutch Dutch name. So. Uh, and it looks like he he didn't m- make that journey home. I'm sure that was kind of fairly common. Um, so that's kind of all we have as far as like what happened. Um, there's even an account where it was someone a, 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 like a different name was used um, instead of uh, Hendrik uh, von der Decken. Um, I can't remember. I don't think yeah Wagner or Wagner's opera doesn't use like that um wagner uh just like so we talked about william tell and that there's the william tell overture by rossini that's really william tell also kind of like in a nutshell please listen to the show it's it's old story that kind of got culminated into the william tell thing and the opera the story 
that happened later was what really kind of cemented it all as being his story. And that's kind of what happened here. So the, the Flying Dutchman story really got cemented by uh, Wagner's um, thing. But um, there was some some cool, I mean, people did write about seeing a spectral ship, especially uh, there's, there is written literature between 1790 and 95 that tell of a, a ghost ship appearing through stormy uh, weather. In 1843 is when Wagner wrote the opera, so it was quite famous then. And probably, perhaps one of the most important uh, encounters was uh, the the late the later would be uh, King uh, of England, George V. Um, this was I, I can't remember. It's like you know, Elizabeth II. He was I think that was his granddad or like an uncle because there was the abdication dude right after him. I'm not that big on the monarchy, mom. If I'm you're sorry. right, your mom's gonna be proud. She, I, she'll. She'll text me. Don't worry. She's listening. <laughs> She'll be like, watch the crown already. Um, but King George, he, when he was in a, like a late teen, uh, he actually wrote an account um, of this. And he, he it was July 11th at 4 a.m. The Flying Dutchman crossed our bows. This is like his written account. A strange red light as of a phantom ship all aglow in the midst of which light the mast, spars and sails of a brig 200 yards distant stood out in strong relief. That's how they talk back then. It's crazy. Um but yeah, he he. The thirteen persons altogether saw her at ten forty-five a.m. Uh, the ordinary seaman who had this morning reported the flying Dutchman fell from the four topmost cross trees on the top gallant forecastle. Those aren't words, uh, and was smashed to atoms. <laughs> so forecastle. Uh, yeah. So he it 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 appeared and it smashed. Uh, the flying Dutchman fell. So it like it it flew and and crashed. Uh, which ships don't normally do. So th- that's probably one of the most famous accounts, and that was in the late 19th century. So y- you could, George would have, King George would have seen the opera, I'm sure. He would have been familiar with it, and that's that definitely could have uh, inspired him. Um, furthermore, so so going back to Wagner, uh, in, in, he wrote a biography, an autobiography in 1870, and he said that, he was inspired by a, a trip he made from uh, Riga to London, and it, there was some stormy weather, and he kind of thought about that. And then also there was a um, an author, a story from uh, author Heinrich Heine. Uh, he had a satirical novel called The Memoirs of Mr. Vaughn, and I'm excited to say this word, Schnabelvopsky, and... The, it was in 1833. Oh, yeah, Schnabelvopsky. Schnabelvopsky, yeah. I'm very aware. You know the yeah. Uh He wrote the satirical novel, and it had a retelling of it, and it was kind of silly. And and uh, Wagner had seen that, and then it helped inspire him, too. So the journey and that kind of culminated into this. So the, the point I'm trying to make is that this story, uh, a spectral ship, isn't new. One of my sources that I looked at, one of the sources of a source actually, musicwithease.com talks about it. I mean, this Wagner is very important in the music world, obviously. And so they kind of talk about the Flying Dutchman. And this article, while it doesn't name anything in particular, it, it ties sort of this idea to Homer, um, the longingness of uh, wanting, you know, being out at sea. Like this story is, is fairly timeless as far as stories go. There's There's a this is kind of a trope in in storytelling. I mean, the long way home kind of thing. And uh, another thing, I mean, this to explain it, I, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, an optical illusion, you know, that's that's a, like a mirage. Yeah, a right? mirage, or or even just, I mean, shoot, it's the 
the 16th and 17th and 18th centuries, you'd see another ship at night and they've got a, then they're going away and they've got fires and then they're like, oh, that's a, it's, they were Dutch. I could hear them. They were so nice and they had tulips. So it, it's, it's pretty straightforward how, how this could happen, but it, it really was just like how Rossini's William Tell Overture really cemented the apple shooting tying, even though the apple shooting thing was, uh, you know, attributed going back to like ancient Scandinavian Germanic stories and gods and stuff like that. Uh, that story retold over and over again became formally William Tell's thing through this opera uh, more so. And then the Flying Dutchman it really became cemented because of Wagner's opera. And then, and now it's even kind of changed further. I mean, I bet if I ask, yes, most people today, they'll immediately think of it through Pirates of the Caribbean, which again, I think does a really cool job of, right. of taking it and, and using that material. It's just, it's interesting. I, I, uh, I expected it to be I, I like a little bit more of a straight line, like, oh, this was this exact incident, that kind of thing. But um, no, uh, the only thing really is that in some of the stories, it's um, like I said, in, in, in most of the cases, it's the captain and there's bad weather. And he's like, you know, and, and in this case, you'd go like, God, please, please, God, like, let's get through this together. Please, I'll, you know, be a good guy, I promise. But in this case, he was like, God, you're being mean. This is your fault. <laughs> and that's why he gets uh gets gets done this way um there's also uh, uh and this was kind of depicted in Pirates of the Caribbean oh Captain Falkenberg that's it another legend depicts Captain Falkenberg that's the name um sailing forever through the North Sea playing dice for his soul with the devil that was kind of a thing in the Pirates they mentioned that the was dice in playing. Pirates yeah, yeah. The dice playing. so um because they could play for each other's time on the right, ship yeah poor Orlando Bloom um <laughs> so that yeah there, there's there's these similar things and, and again those stories you know selling soul to the devil it's it's a nice merger of classic kind of european stories not even just european but just classic stories of of man and folly and things like that uh and and the cool thing is though is, is just also the the ship's doomed to sail forever i think that the the seven year thing and all that uh goes back to wagner um and you know he, he had to make it into like a a presentable piece and so he kind of changed right. it a little bit but i think that kind of goes back to him um and and what's interesting too is it, it like well i think in in pirates it, it was the one like attacking you in this case it's you see it and then the bad thing happens similar to uh like a lot of things mothman yeah mothman. yeah there you go yeah <laughs> i just want to put you on the spot um if you're listening i was pointing we just talked about something else that was like that though and so i was trying to remember what it was that we talked about that was like I know. that yeah this comes up and i was lot. like i guess it's mothman because i can't remember <laughs> yeah i can't remember either i'm just too like i said we just want halloween to be here now um but yeah so it's it, it's 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 well looked at these stories are are pretty old um there's there's other kind of versions of the story too it's it's a really interesting subject i i i'll have to say yeah i looked at um all that's interesting ancientorigins.net also helped me kind of get around it as well um historycollection.com britannica i did look at the npr piece and then piratesfandom.com that helped me remember <laughs> the pirate, please check pirates that out Caribbean. yeah you know it was all really cool stuff though so um yeah it, it, that's that's essentially it it, it we have some evidence of Dutch captains, um, and this one right. guy was supposed to go around Africa. But again, th this is all pretty like 
that's that's what happened during the 1640s. That's what you did when you were Dutch. You you sailed that around Africa for spices. Um, and that's essentially it. And, and it just it, – so it's sort of like a culmination of these other stories that were, were about spectral ships and, and harbingers of doom and, you know, God being at sea. There were so many myths and legends and things you do and stuff like that. It, it's not surprising that it kind of came like this. But we have Wagner in the most sense to to – to bring it to where we know it now and, and how like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies took it as well. They, they really based it off of Wagner's opera and stuff like that. So, and also I, I didn't look too much into it, but Wagner's opera apparently was very influential to the setup of like musical dramas and storytelling and stuff like that. So as, as we know them now, but I am not the one to talk about that. That's for NPR <laughs> tune into your local station and donate to support. <laughs> um, well, Cammy. That was great. Thank you for your rendition of this Dutch spectral ship. I was going to mention something about how I remember seeing it in SpongeBob. They do a funny thing in that, too. It was really great um, bringing in the Flying oh, Dutchman. Oh, really? What do they do in SpongeBob? A famous actor does the voice of the Flying Dutchman, and he's just very silly. I, that's it. That's all I remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember too much. I should have Googled it. I just thought about it now. I was like, do I need to re- mention anything else? And I was like, oh, yeah, SpongeBob. But I didn't Google it. If, if you know, you know. <laughs> It was really great. They they did some silly stuff though, um, and that, that was. I guess I can say that that's really the first time I ever heard about it too. Was was through SpongeBob and then through uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. So I wasn't listening to Wagner when I was a kid. Sadly, <laughs> my parents didn't raise me that way. Mom, if you're still listening, Mom, if you're still listening. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Cammy, that was great. Thank you so much, um, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Um, please check us out. Our Facebook group is a great way to get in touch with us. Uh, we're also on Twitter. We'll post some little things here and there and Reddit. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. You know, rate, review, subscribe. You said it this I time. I know. I do want to call out, so it's valentinewolf.com and wolf has an E on the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to check out more of their stuff, they have like a band camp and a Patreon as well. Oh, great. And then also uh, Rachel Williamson from Songs of the Siren uh, did a nice little piece for us for our zombie episode. Mm. Uh, it was a rendition of Ellie from The Last of Us with some zombies behind her, like the clickers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was great. That's on the Facebook page yeah, right Jeff, now too, right? Definitely check. Yeah, it is on our Facebook page. So definitely check that out too. And if you want to hear the entire piece, I think Bryant's going to do it right after the show ends. So if you want to hear the t- entire piece from Valentine Wolf, uh, definitely check it out. Yeah, absolutely. That, yeah, that's all I have. Great. Well, Cammy, thanks again. And everyone. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, we will see you all next time. Oh. oh.